ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನಚಿಮಿರಂಧಸ್ಯಾನಂಜನಶಲಾಕಾಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರ್ಮೀಲಿತೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ಭಾಗವತೀಲೇದ್ಯಾಸ್ ಕಂಠ ಒನ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಫೋರ್ಟೀನ್ ದ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಡಿಸಪಿಯರೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅ ವೆರಿ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿ ಸಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ಭಾಗವತಂ ಇಸ್ ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಸಚ್ಚಿತ್ ಆನಂದ ಇಟರ್ನಲ್ ಫುಲ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಬ್ಲೆಸ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಬ್ಲೆಸ್ ಬಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ಭಾಗವತಂ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಸ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಐ ಸಿ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಇನ್ ಎನ್ ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ವಿತ್ ಅ ಲ್ಯಾಬರೇಟ್ ಕಾಮೆಂಟ್ರಿ ಐವ್ taken the uh, verses of the first canto chapter 14 and i'll be speaking on that today the subject is not a very happy one shrimad bhagavatam is the subject matter of bhagavan bhagavan the supreme personality of godhead who is krishna who is satyadananda eternal full of bliss and knowledge and especially devotees are attracted to krishna because he is all blissful but this particular subject is not very pleasing to devotees of course everything about krishna is pleasing but we don't very much like to hear about his disappearance we use the word disappearance not death because krishna never dies although he may appear to do so the mystery of krishna's apparent death is described later in the shrimad bhagavatam that uh, krishna appeared to be pierced with the arrow of a hunter but actually uh, as described there clearly described that krishna arranged this pastime as he arranges all his pastimes uh just to appear like a human being but uh, clearly he's not an ordinary human being he was seen by the demigods to rise up in the universe and go to his own abode uh this topic comes up in the chronological progression of the pastimes of krishna and the pandavas after the kurukshetra war and uh this part of bhagavatam is describing that section which is not described in detail in mahabharata so this begins with uh, krishna he's in dwarka and the pandavas are in hastinapur and uh, there's bosom friends more than just cousin brothers they're intimate friends especially among all the pandavas arjuna was very very close and dear to krishna one name of krishna re- recorded in shrimad bhagavatam by kunti devi the mother of the pandavas one name of krishna is krishna saka which means the friend of krishna which may seem strange but um krishna in this instance means arjuna so it means krishna who is the friend of krishna krishna is the friend of arjuna now arjuna was very close to krishna and uh he was sent by yudhishthira after some time of after some time after krishna's departure from hastinapur to go to dwaraka to get news what's going on there how is everything and of course arjuna very much wanted to go so he could again be in association with his dearest of friends the dearest friend that anyone could be who is uh, lord shri krishna 
it was quite a few months. It was actually seven months had gone on and Arjuna hadn't returned. So Yudhishthira was feeling a little anxious that he hadn't returned. But apart from Arjuna's not returning, there were some very bad signs which made Yudhishthira very apprehensive. The bad signs... Uh, I'll read out a few verses from this chapter of Bhagavatam and we can see how these symptoms are prominent in the world today. These are all very, very bad signs. It's not expected that there should be anything bad when such a pious king as Yudhishthira is ruling and when Lord Sri Krishna is personally present in the world. These, these kind of bad signs can only come about when people in general are very impious. So I'll read the description, or some of the description. Uh, the direction of eternal time had changed, which means that the seasons were out of order. You recognize anything there? That's the modern world, isn't it? The season. We can't be sure that the summer will be warm and the winter will be cold. It might be vice versa. So that's a symptom of great disturbance in the whole atmosphere due to people being sinful. Of course, there may be so many scientific explanations, but underlying everything is the law of karma. Uh, the people in general had become very greedy, angry and deceitful. Well, look around us today. <laughs> the same thing is going on. And he saw that the people in general were adopting Foul means of livelihood. There are so many people who have foul means of livelihood. Apart from organized crime, uh, even many means of livelihood which are legal, are horrible, just like uh, running slaughterhouses. Uh, that's a prime example. The pornography business, horrible. Uh, so Yudhishthira's saw that people were adopting foul means of livelihood. He understood something seriously wrong if people are inclined to do such bad things. Then another a further description. All ordinary transactions and dealings became polluted with cheating even between friends. Who can we trust? Who is our friend? You may have a friend and then you find they just cheat you. Just for some few pennies. This is typical of Kali Yuga, which was just beginning because Lord Krishna had left this world. And even among, even within families, uh, there's always misunderstanding, Yudhishthira noted, between fathers, mothers and sons. Normally that wouldn't be expected, but nowadays it's quite common, normal, expected. There's, if people even grow up in a f real family, which means two biological parents living together with their children, if, if, if people who are lucky enough to grow up in such a family, that in itself is some kind of good luck, <laughs> then uh, they may find that there's no real affection or trust between the family members. So even people who are brothers and people we think we are friends, we just there's no affection. There's no good dealings. Even between husband and wife, it's expected that between husband and wife there should be some good understanding. But Yudhishthira observed there was always strain and quarrel. That becomes normal. 
yeah. People in general had become accustomed to greed, anger, pride, all these uh, ungodly qualities. They just people just take it as normal. We just take we take it for granted that people are very greedy, violent, and uh, ready to exploit us and cheat us. But these symptoms had just begun. Yudhishthir noted them. He was very disturbed and he spoke to his younger brother Bhima Singh that I send Arjuna to Dwaraka to find out well what's Krishna planning on now. He's he's not the sitter. Krishna's not the sit-at-home type who just... Uh, well, of course, he was... Uh, he would spend time with his family members also but he's a very active person. Krishna's always doing something for the welfare of the world. What's he doing next? What will, What's his next plan? Yudhishthir said that I sent Arjuna to find out from Krishna what his next plan. But but seven months have gone by and Arjuna hasn't returned and I wonder what's going on. I'm very afraid, Yudhishthir said to Bhimsen. I'm very afraid that... You remember that Narada said that Krishna will be leaving the world? I'm afraid it's have, it's it's actually happened when we see the condition of society that Krishna, oh Krishna, it's from Krishna that we have achieved our present position, our kingly opulence, the very fact that we're alive is all due to Krishna. Our good wives, the Kshatriyas would generally have more than one wife, but they were very satisfied. Our wives are are so good and faithful and pleasing to us. It's all Krishna's mercy. They saw this is all Krishna's mercy. Our children, that are, we're able to control our subjects, uh, that we're living in this world, we were able to conquer over our enemies. It's all Krishna's mercy. And we can know that in future also, Krishna will look after us. We'll go to the higher planets. It's all Krishna's mercy upon us. Has Krishna left? Yudhishthir is very afraid. He's conjecturing like this. He said to Bhima Sain, just look at the situation in the world. It, it looks pretty dim and bad. There is, from the skies we can see this. The, of course, uh, Vedic, in Vedic culture, astrology is a very important adjunct to understanding what's going on in the world. So there are the celestial influences, they all look bad. Here, on this on this earth, we see the situation is bad. Bodily pains. Uh, our intelligence is bewildered by seeing all this. Something is clearly very seriously wrong. Then, uh, Yudhishthir he gave a whole long list of inauspicious omens. Of course, people in the modern age who think they're very intelligent and very scientific and all these kind of things, they don't believe in good omens or bad omens, but actually there is a whole science that uh, people who are trained in it, they can understand that this is a good omen, this is a bad omen. If this, if such and such happens, then something good uh, will happen, if so, or otherwise something bad will happen. Yudhishthir, first of all, said that my the left side of my body is quivering. Now, in the Vedic science of omens, it's understood 
in a man, if the left side of his body quivers, of course a little twitch here and there doesn't mean much, but if it continues to quiver, this is a sign of something very bad that's going to happen. And if the right side of his body quivers, there's something very good going to happen. And it's around the other way for women. For women, if the left side trembles, then there's a sign of something very good going to happen. And if the right side trembles, it's a sign of something uh, very bad. But with Yudhishthir, it was the left side of his body. So this is a clear indication that something was going wrong. He was having heart palpitations, feeling some fearfulness. This is this all indicates, Yudhishthir said, something very bad is going on. Then the uh, the she-jackals, uh, the female jackals, they're calling out and the, the dogs are barking at me fearlessly. Something wrong, something very, very wrong. And he goes on and on. The, the cows are passing me on my left side. Uh, lower animals like the asses are circumambulating me. And he went on with a, a long list of Omens, the, the, the science of uh, omens. Clouds are raining, almost like blood is coming, the wind is blowing violently and out, control, out of control, blasting dust here and there, creating darkness. The sun is shining, but even though it's shining, there's no real heat or light. It's they're, they're dimming. The stars in the heavens, they appear to be at war with each other. Uh, so on and on and on, he gave so many uh, symptoms of uh, inauspiciousness. Yudhishthir understood something is seriously wrong. And he was very afraid that it must be that Krishna's left. Oh, Krishna. How could all these bad things be seen on the earth if Krishna is here? This indicates that our most beloved Krishna Oh, he must have left this world. Otherwise, how could this be? But he wasn't quite sure. He didn't. He didn't want to say it as a certainty. It's such a such a terrible event that Yudhishthir was just hoping maybe maybe it's not true, but it looks like it. Looks like it. And at this time, while uh, Yudhishthir was speaking to Bhima about this, that Arjuna hasn't come. After such a long time, there are so many bad portents. Maybe Krishna is left at this very time. Arjuna appeared and bowed down to Yudhishthira. And we would expect that Yudhishthira and Arjuna would be very happy upon meeting each other. There's such a very intimate relationship, of course, between them, the brothers. But Arjuna showed no sign of happiness. And in fact, his head was downcast. And Yudhishthir had never seen Arjuna like this before. Arjuna as a conquering Kshatriya, he's always uh, in confident, bold mood. He's not downcast. He's not the kind of person that gets depressed. He's not the kind of person that gets upset over trifles. So Arjuna was, his head bent down. He was Tears were coming from his eyes. He was obviously very, very deeply disturbed. And Maharaj Yudhishthira, he asked Arjuna, Oh, so you, you came from Dwaraka? So what's the news? How are, how are the residents of Dwaraka? 
How is everything there? How are our friends and our relatives? And Yudhishthir named so many members of the Yadu dynasty. Are they all happy? Are they are they living peacefully? Everything should be good there. We trust that everything is going on well. He named so many members of the uh, their grandfather Shurasena, the uh, Vasudeva, and his wives headed by Devaki, Ugrasena. He gave so many names. Balaram, the personality of Godhead. How are they all? How is Pradyumna, the great general of the Vrishni family? All of these persons. When we when we say that Krishna is very dear to Yudhishthira and the Pandavas, we understand that it was not just Krishna, because Krishna is always with his devotees. So many members of the Yadu dynasty, they're all very, very dear to the Pandavas. And the Pandavas are very dear to the members of the Yadu dynasty. So they asked, giving the names of so many uh, great devotees, family members of Krishna and great devotees, and mentioning, of course, Krishna, the greatest person of Dwaraka, uh, giving the name Govinda. How is Govinda, our dear friend Govinda, who gives pleasure to the earth, the cows and the senses and the brahmanas? He's very affectionate to his devotees. How is he in, Pur- in Dwaraka? He must be very happy, surrounded by all his friends. Yudhishthir is hoping against hope. He, now he will get the news, for sure. He was conjecturing that Krishna has left the world. Now Arjuna has come. He Now he's going to get the news, but he's just trying to put it out of his mind. It, it can't be true. It, it, all the signs are there that Krishna must have left, but... Uh, all the inauspicious signs that Yudhishthira was talking about to Bhima, that seems confirmed by Arjuna's dejection, but Yudhishthira is trying to adjust in his mind, and it can't be true. Surely Krishna has not left. He's the personality of Godhead, the supreme enjoyer. They're there in the Yadu dynasty for the wealth. They're living in Dwaraka among all the members of the Yadu dynasty for the welfare protection and progress of the entire universe and the members of the Yadu dynasty, they're living there protected by the arms of the Supreme Lord. It's They're living just like the residents of the spiritual world. And then there are the queens of Krishna. Uh, they're living in Dwarakas, Rukmani, Satyabhama. Everything is so pleasant there with Krishna. Uh, Krishna, for the sake of the Queen, especially for Satyabhama, he went to the heavenly planets and took the Parijata flower. Krishna is always living there in great opulence and auspiciousness. Everything must be good there now. Uh, so like this, he went on and on. Arjuna, what's wrong with you? You don't. There's something wrong. Are you, is your health all right? <laughs> Seeing Arjuna looking so dejected, so dejected, he, he Yudhishthira offered various reasons. Uh, why Arjuna was looking so wan and pale and distraught. I, I, is your health all right? Uh, you, 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 don't look, you don't look right. There's something wrong. You have lost your bodily luster. What happened? Has someone disrespected you and neglected you when you were in Dwaraka? Has someone mistreated you? Uh, Yudhishthira tries to think of various reasons why Arjuna could be looking so distraught. Uh, has someone threatened you or spoken to you in an unfriendly way? Maybe you didn't uh, act properly yourself. Maybe someone worthy of charity asked for it and you didn't give him charity. 
or you gave your promise to someone which you couldn't uh, fulfill. But Yudhishthir knows that that couldn't be the case with Arjuna because Arjuna wasn't such a person. Arjuna, he's looking distressed. Has he himself done something wrong that's making him feel distressed? Yudhishthir is conjecturing. But you, you're always the protector of the, of the pious persons, the brahmanas, the old people, the women, the cows, the children. Have you not given protection? Is something... Uh, you, you fail to give protection to persons deserving of protection. Is this why you're looking so distressed? Have you contacted a woman of, uh, Srila Prabhupada used the terms, impeachable character? Of course, a kshatriya, uh, they are allowed under certain circumstances to contact uh, women, to have sexual relationship with them, with Gandharva marriage, Arjuna. Uh, well, the most famous in Mahabharata probably is uh, Bhima Sain marrying Hudimba on the spot. Uh, Arjuna also did that with Ulipi, uh, the princess from the Naga kingdom. But it's not just that they would go around taking women from here and there. There had to, there had to be proper women of proper character and proper background. So just to pick up some woman here and there, which is very much part of life in the modern world in the West, that was considered very, very bad. And Yudhishthira asked Arjuna, did you possibly do that? Or have you not properly treated a deserving woman? If there's a, a woman who is uh, worthy of your... Uh, to, to be married to you or to be protected to, with you, have you, have you refused such a good woman? Or have you been defeated by someone who is inferior to or equal to you? These are all kshatriyas. These are all very shameful activities. You've not looked after old men and or even young boys who deserve to be fed by you, to be eat with you. Are you what, what's going on? Have you done something seriously wrong? And Yudhishthir himself, he answers, no, no, no. I know it's none of these things. It must be. I can only think that you are looking so distraught and so empty and so disturbed I can only think that what's actually happened is that your most intimate friend, Lord Sri Krishna, has left this world. I can't imagine anything else, Yudhishthira said, which would distress you so much. So this is a very unhappy chapter, actually. But for devotees, everything is blissful. But the thought of losing Krishna is the only thing that can make a devotee distressed. Of course, Krishna is never lost. Yomam pashati sarvatra sarvam chamai pashati tajahang napranashami sachame napranashati. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, uh, for uh, one who always remembers me, I am never lost to them, and they are never lost to me. A devotee always lives in Krishna, but for the devotees who are enjoying pastimes with Krishna in this world, uh, for Arjuna, Krishna was his very dearest friend and no one could be a more dear friend than Krishna. For that Krishna has gone and left this world this is completely devastating. This is not a mundane relationship, how uh, one friend has another friend, but it's a completely spiritual, the, the spiritual friendship between Krishna and Arjuna is something that we cannot imagine if we try to 
compare it to some relationship of this mundane world. So in the next chapter we will hear how Yudhishthira decided that Krishna has left this world, then there's no use in us living it in at all. And we'll, we'll leave also. Yudhishthira left and all the other Pandavas left. So for the devotees, they feel like that. There's, without Krishna, the world is empty. Krishna is everywhere if we can remember Krishna, but if there's no Krishna consciousness, if there are no devotees chanting the glories of Krishna, there's no remembrance of Krishna, everything in this world is useless. Yudhishthira by the grace of Krishna, was the emperor of the whole world. He had all opulence, he had all power, all fame, everything that a man could want. But without Krishna, he felt everything is absolutely and completely useless. And therefore, Yudhishthira decided to leave this world. We are in a situation where we've chosen to come to this world forgetting Krishna. We are in a horrible situation where we don't want to be with Krishna. That is called maya or illusion. We should revive our Krishna consciousness by chanting the holy names of Krishna and studying Srimad Bhagavatam so that we can also feel that intimate attraction to Krishna, enter into that intimate relationship. It can be very sweet. It can be, as in this case, it can be distressing, but even the distress of Krishna consciousness is pure bliss. And for sure, the Pandavas, they left this world to rejoin Krishna. So we're never bereft of Krishna. If we want to be with him, thus we can meditate upon while uh, studying this chapter of Bhagavatam. Please read Srimad Bhagavatam, presented by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. I've just given an overview of this chapter, but there are uh, many illuminating purports that Srila Prabhupada has given to all the verses. So please read this and 